Apostle, greetings from Harare, Zimbabwe. It's such a wonderful time. Uh, at the same time, a very sad time for those that have no hope and that have no anchor to stand on. Uh, but for us, I want to believe that this is exactly what we were laboring for. Uh, it was with the times such as these ones in, in, in you know, in, in sight. Uh, we, we had foresight uh, from God concerning times such as this one. And so this is time really for our manifestation. Now regarding the apostolic uh, synergies and uh, uh, strategic deployments with regard to yourself at this time, I want to maybe just first address the issue of what I really felt and I really uh, have been speaking about concerning this season, then zero in on possibilities uh, regarding yourself and uh, the involvement. Um, to start with, um, the Lord showed me what I, can, what I was calling seven up to eight witnesses, but uh, I'll zero in on maybe just a few of them, uh, you know, just for a sample witnesses uh, regarding this season. Uh, there are witnesses such as Joseph as a witness. Um, what we do know is that the workings of God when he is working to fulfill his word and his seasons and his timelines, it always comes with the major changes in the secular, uh, physical, and natural landscape. Because sometimes when that landscape is not dealt with, when it is not broken, when it is not shaken, sometimes there is no room for the Josephs. There is no room for the Russias. It's only when some prison houses are shut down then Joseph can come out of the prison. Then the walls and the doors that were locking him in can no longer stand. And then Joseph walks out to go and become part of the global leadership and global voices of what God um, was equipping him for and that which God had laid for a long time in his heart. But the earthly systems he had logged all that down and it was coming to nothing. So there is a witness of Joseph to then say what we are going through right now, uh, it could not be permitted by God to happen unless there were some phenomenal manifestations of the Josephs that he's about to release into the earth. But it's not just simply confined to uh, the Josephs. We find the same thing. Uh, even when we are still at the Josephs, it's clarified in Psalms 105, verse 16 uh, to verse 22. But verse 16 and 17, they are very instructive. Uh, 
they do clearly say um, God called for a famine, which means God allowed a famine to come and he broke the whole provision of bread. And remember that was a famine which affected the whole world in a way during his time. Then verse 17 says, he sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold for a servant. So God did not allow a famine to come before he had first of all prepared a Joseph. So my focus and our focus during this time of crisis must go beyond the crisis, the coronavirus. Uh, our focus must go in terms of looking out for the Josephs, looking out for their manifestation. And it has been my prayer that the Josephs, wherever they are detained, wherever they are logged in, they are going to come out when the lockdowns are over, when the quarantines and self-isolations and compulsory isolations are over. The Josephs are going to surprise the world because they'll come, they'll stand on very prominent platforms of the earth and they'll bring wisdom in a new dimension that was not known in this time and generation. Uh, the second witness is Noah. Noah, again, for him to be able to come into the manifestation and the fulfillment of the vision and the word that the Lord had shown him, the blueprints, it had to take a worldwide flood which engulfed and encompassed everywhere. And it overwhelmed everybody and every system and platform. And the elimination of that which was then existing, it immediately ushered a new blueprint uh, on top of the mountains of Ararat, on top of all the mountains of the world. So I really believe the Noahs of our time, the blueprint carriers, apostolic and prophetic visionaries and burden bearers of the next generation, they are soon appearing on top of the mountains, even as was seen by Isaiah in chapter two and by Micah chapter four. These are now manifesting and they are appearing on top of the mountains. I have a witness also, third witness, where Jesus Christ spoke and he clearly said, when you see these things coming to pass, know that your redemption is near. That is Luke chapter 21 from verse 25 to 31. And he finishes on verse 31 saying, even with you, when you see all these things and all these signs of calamities over nations, when you see them coming and happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. So I have a strong witness with regards to this time that uh, instead of us fearing, we must look up, lift up our heads, knowing that our redemption is near. So it is my prayer that really uh, there will be supernatural intervention to redeem, to buy back and to buy out God's people from whatsoever forms of slavery and servitude and bondage the world systems had held us down and under. Uh, we are going to be redeemed and bought back from the kindreds, peoples, nations, languages and multitudes. 
and back to God as kings and priests and we shall reign on earth. So it is my prayer, not just for you, but for me and for all of us in the world that uh, this, our time will not be able to miss it. There are several other witnesses, but a, a very dramatic witness is the witness of uh, Balak and Balaam. Their alliance, evil alliance of sorcery, divination and witchcraft against God's people. That uh, alliance in um, uh, the book of Numbers, uh, chapter uh, 23, the la last few verses of it, that alliance, uh, they actually went on to some mountainites with a connivance there to curse Israel and to terminate the purposes and uh, the journeys of Israel to the promised land. And in chapter 24, something dramatic begins to happen because they had built the seven altars with seven bulls and seven rams ready and available before them to do sacrifices of sorcery, divination, and witchcraft in order to curse Israel. But while they were standing on those mountains, on that highest mountain point, while they were standing there, something supernatural took over. The Spirit of the Lord took over, particularly verse 2, verse 3, uh, says when Balaam, who was supposed to be the sorcerer, who was supposed to be the one who does the bewitchment, when he lifted up his eyes into the wilderness, he saw uh, Israel camped and uh, deployed, structured in their tribes in the wilderness. And the spirit of the Lord came upon him. Instead of sorcery powers coming upon him, divination powers coming upon him, witchcraft powers coming upon him, the spirit of the Lord took over. And when the Holy Spirit took over, he began to Professor, he began to get into a trance and the divine word oracles were uttered prophetically to bless God's people. So I really believe that uh, it is going to be the same. I am not scared at all. I am not scared by an iota of fear concerning coronavirus and its menacing threats and intimidations and power and loud mouth and uh, publicity. That does not shake me because the living God that we save, the living God whom we worship, he is able to deliver us. He is able to hijack high places. He is able to hijack conspiracies and evil alliances and evil agreements and evil men who had gathered together to destroy God's kingdom and God's purposes and the advance of God's people in our time and our generation. The power of God, the spirit of God, I believe is going to break through even in places of sorcery, divinations, witchcraft, and is going to take over those platforms, including taking over the platform of coronavirus and begins to use it turns it around, begins to use it to bless God's people and to leave God's people in tremendous blessings. I do have a strong witness in my spirit that coronavirus, its power, its sting, its viper, its venom, uh, 
to be able to wipe out the kingdom of God and the body of Christ and the purposes of God and the righteous people on earth, its power is broken. I foresee and I am looking forward eagerly to experiencing the supernatural takeover as God takes over and as God's spirit takes over the balams of our time. Those that have been uh, heading up and those that have been hired in order to execute genocides on God's people, they are going to be taken over their platforms will be hijacked by the living God and the whole thing, although we have suffered uh, calamities such as what we have already gone through, but in the end, God's people are going to emerge blessed and victorious. And so there is great hope. And so I'm encouraging you, men of God, women of God, even in different places as I've been speaking, uh, to get ready for new blessings, new announcements, and new pronouncements that are going to go out there uh, to, the, to the nations of the world and coming out of uh, this crisis. Uh, so I want to then wind up by really sharing with you, men of God, uh, to say it is really in this context that I think where well, we need to pray and we need to seek the face of God for the specifics now. Uh, because I have seen God coming through with very disruptive miracles and with very disruptive, unusual, unprecedented doings and manifestations and the collaborations and the synergies and the connectivities and joinings. So this is really not a time that we can do uh, the things that we used to do in the usual uh, way, but it's going to be a time of a uh, uh, bone coming to its bone and uh, ligaments coming in and flesh coming in and then the four winds of the heavens breathe upon these bones that they, that were slain and they begin to live in, as an exceedingly great army during the past month uh, in the period that this coronavirus began to make a lot of noise and began to be noised abroad up to now i have seen to my pleasant surprise, I have seen God activating uh, some old and previous relationships that were just lying in the shelf there. Certain people that I didn't know why I ever met them in the first place. Certain people that I knew, and I knew that they were good people, and they knew they knew that I was a good person. Uh, the relationships were just at the level of, hi, how are you? Yeah, once in six months, once a year once in two months and things like that, but there was nothing practical happening. But over the past month, I have seen an activation, I have seen a movement and a formation and a drawing together closer to one another. And I've seen a rejoining of bonds. I've seen now a, 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 an interpretation of relationships that are now being reinterpreted and being decoded and being revealed and being explained so that we can understand why, uh, you know, I know you, why I know someone and why someone has met me and someone has met this other person and all those things are now being joined together. So apostolic companies are being formed, apostolic teams are being formed to impact the globe and they are being formed out of uh, 
sometimes long, dark, and entrenched the relationships, but that were sort of like lying like uh, dry bones and with no life and with no form. And suddenly, because of the spirit of the Lord that is now breathing across the earth, uh, remember when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises up a standard against him. So that's really what's happening now. The spirit of the Lord is on a mobile uh, mode. Is really on a flight mode. Is is really active right now, activating processes, structures, uh, connections of God's people, uh, bringing life to places that were dormant, dead, and uh, desolate, and decadent, and going nowhere. They are suddenly coming alive and coming back to life. So we have come to such a time, uh, people of God and man of God that I am believing that the coming together that he is now doing, it is really of eternity. I have seen around my life, I've started to see people coming and connecting. There are others that I came into uh, contact with them over the years and we built very good relationships. Maybe it was for the sake that would raise impactful uh, worldwide, global level kind of uh, uh, networking, uh, for economic transformation. Maybe it was for social empowerment and transformation of communities. Maybe it was for uh, apostolic uh, doctrine deposits into uh, the body of Christ and into the people of God uh, in the nations of the world uh, and so forth and so on, including even relationships that I came into contact with uh, for uh, prayer, but uh, nothing really happened. But now suddenly everything is coming alive and I'm seeing now synergies for global shift kind of prayer. Those things are coming into position. Different pieces are coming together. Uh, pieces that were not existing, were not conceivable are suddenly appearing. And so I want to join you in prayer and I want to join um, everyone else who is in that kind of a situation in prayer and believe God for the next few days that there will be an interpretation of what now needs to happen. The sons of Issachar who understand and who understood the times and they knew what Israel ought to do. This is their time. And this is the spirit, the corporate spirit of the sons of Issachar needs now to flow across the corporate body of Christ so that we may read, we may decode, we may be able to even not just decode and read, but move into those uh, divinely orchestrated formations and relationships um, so that we can be able to become the standard of the Lord during such a time as this when the enemy is coming or sought to come. So um, we will talk again uh, specifically more uh, on, the, on the call directly to wind up some of the things, uh, but I'm just wanting to share this with you. And for the sake of uh, a few others that might uh, come across this audio, um, I want to say the door is open. God is forming up his army. God is forming up his troopers and workforce. His intervention troopers are being raised in the whole world in order to break uh, the, the, the dragon uh, of uh, 
the current challenges that the nations are facing. And so we are building those platforms and we are accepting and uh, channeling those platforms into existence. And this is beyond color. This is beyond ethnicity. This is beyond geographical and political boundaries. This is kingdom of God that is coming into manifestation and formation throughout the earth, even as the uh, worldly image of Babylon, the worldly image of um, Nebuchadnezzar, as, as it falls apart, uh, something called the kingdom of God is rising in its place. So let's allow that to happen. Um, I'm contactable for those that will hear this. I'm also contactable. What's up? Plus two six three double seven two four three four one zero four, and we can be able to communicate. We can be able to synergize and connect. And whether you are for prayer, whether you are for economic redesign, blueprints and reconstruction, whether you are for the preaching of the gospel in strategic places and manners and channels and methods and strategies that God has put in your spirit, whether you are for prayer, like our Samuels, like our, uh, our, our, our Moses, uh, like some of those intercessors that were uh, humbly out there, such as the Hannahs, the, the, the Annas, the Esthers, and all those other people. Your time is up and your time is now. Arise and get on top of the mountains, and we are all coming to the top of the mountains. As the floods are covering the earth, our ark is rising to the top of the mountains, and we cannot continue to be hiding uh, the lockdown, the isolation, the uh, quarantine is not going to be uh, to be the thing that can stop you at this time because uh, your spirit is not locked down your mind is not locked down what's actually locked down is the physical system that could no longer take you forward to the next generation and to the purposes of god but allow your spirit to be completely released allow your words and your prayer life to be released from bondage and from heaviness and from sorrow and stress and pain and allow the spirit of the lord to bubble out of your innermost being so that you can speak for the words of god even in those places of isolation uh, quarantine and lockdown let your voice be heard in the heavens i pray with you right now father in the name of jesus christ touch my brother my sister my colleagues and my fellow people in all the parts of the world, in all the places of their location right now, touch them and turn around their situation and cause them to see, uh, cause them to lift up their eyes and to lift up their heads and begin to behold the structure of God's deployments and the structure of God's alignments and synergies and as they behold that, may the Spirit of the Lord take over. May the Spirit of the Lord silence witchcrafts, sorceries, and divination, misinformation, and disinformation, and wrong information, and psychological warfare that's going on right now across the media, 
platforms and networks of the world. May God's people, may my brother, my sister who is hearing this word, arise from obscurity and from hopelessness and begin to speak forth and begin to prophesy and to utter things of eternity and destiny and let the chains be broken, let the burdens be broken and let space and place begin to be made and created for them in the presence of the Almighty God. I want to thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious and mighty name. Amen.